0: So liberation, any degree of liberation, depends on wisdom, discernment. The word liberation is used uh, to mean any degree of it, like, you know, this afternoon I seem to be free from the hindrance of restlessness, (laughs) you know, so uh, notice that, notice the liberation that there is. And the quality of ill will is not present, manifesting for me at this time. And so, you're being really accurate. You don't say I am this or I am that. You say not that. I am. I am always free from ill will. Just it's not manifesting now. Oh yeah, that's true. And enjoy that. Yeah. Fear is not manifesting. Mm craving is done I don't see it so it's kind of actually the part of wisdom is to discern what isn't there <laughs> which is something we're not very good at mm. who well, kind of tend to see we've got to see something know something get more information this tends to crowd the mind crowd the heart. Really, what you want to see or realize is where the stress which supports suffering and where there's not, and when it's not, and when there isn't any, the stress dependent upon drowsiness or irritation. Well, That's what it's like. So, within that particular frame of reference, yeah. You know, there's a stability an openness you're not claiming anything or stating anything or getting anything you're just saying how it is now when that's quality afflictive quality is not present and and study it absorb it absorb into it The quality is stable or relatively stable or more stable than when it's chaotic, A degree of stability, and it's also open and then it's not congested, it's not clamped. And then you get the sign, the sign, which means the the fundamental definition of it. Experience This is open, steady, mm. feel that, and notice when it's not that way, something's pressing, pushing, you know, pushing forward, pushing back, pushing down, stressing, grabbing, and if you have touched into the experience of liberation to whatever degree, then something you can kind of remember that. Oh, there's this too. When it's open, steady, Chitta knows this. It's just that your heart remembers it. Just like it remembers so many other features of your life, the gladness and the sorrow and the excitement and the irritation. Signs. The sign of openness is an important one because it tends to be overlooked because of our fascination with content. This is why people sometimes don't see or realize the unconditioned because the mind is so used to things that are more stirring. This is this persuasion that we have to have something, be doing something learning something no, you just want to stop suffering stress, pressure and what kind of energy is present when it's like that it's not pushing forward, it's not dragging back it's not clamping, it's just there's a certain gentle brightness I imagine what it is for me. Wisdom then is discerning this and realising it. Realisation means you absorb into that, and as if the chitta gets it. Ah. The purpose of sati mindfulness is to bear it in mind, linger. Now, when uh, formations are arising, there is formations. That's these formative energies that are running through, heart, and shaping things up, present pushing, presenting a future remembering, tangling, twirling. We yeah. use wisdom. Another way is called uh, general term is Dhamma Vijaya, exploring these as phenomena rather than as myself. So ge- <laughs> yeah. so all that meanness and my mind, And my moods and my memories and my so on. If that could just even be, do you need to say that? Or I have it me? That's a very important intonation and implication, which is deeply influential because it it biases, puts a bias on the exploration, doesn't it? So it becomes more loaded. But actually, isn't it just as good to say this these are th- qualities? They're not something that I only have. Hmm. The qualities that, in a way, can can be made to define me, and then it's a problem. Or they can be made as something that I'm witnessing, aware of doesn't really change it, slightly reframes it. And with uh, the different kinds of intelligence that human beings have, the first one you know very well, your conceptual intelligence, this means that this means that it's, it's the ability to experience something and define it as something else you know, so it's the experience of seeing you know and then that is that we define what we're seeing you, you use a concept apple tree you know, screen that the word? The concept arises. So we, that's one of those. We so that's the wisdom, that's the intelligence that knows how how to represent things. So when you go to the, the store, you can say, "I want to buy an apple." You've got that little conceptual nugget. You go to the supermarket. I want a new screen. Got a little conceptual nugget that you can then carry around and, you know, do things with very handy form of intelligence so handy and so much used that we don't realise we have other forms of intelligence which are more pertinent to liberation and these are non-conceptual and they don't translate experience, they just feel it and sense it and respond to it. First, one you probably know is your body intelligence. Mm-hmm. And When you stand up, the floor, and you tread on something that's uneven, your body shimmers and steadies itself. Right. When you stand up, you suddenly the the floor feels slippery or it's icy. The body, the body, if you're in it. When your in, you're in your body, your body begins to, oh, wait a minute, steady up. You know? So it's an immediate responsive intelligence. It doesn't say, oh, the, the floor is icy, therefore you should do something. It, you know, your thinking intelligence does that, but your body intelligence immediately senses and responds. Something's hot, your body drops it. Immediately trans- doesn't need to go through thinking to do that. When you're eating your food, your body knows how much pressure to use in your jaws to get the food crunched up. When you're picking up a drink, your body knows exactly where your mouth is, where to put the the cup to your lips. You can't see it. You're going to think, oh, let me think, lift down a bit, go right, steady. The body knows exactly where, it's, where it is, and it, it, it knows itself, you know? and it guides towards the feeling, you've got an itch on your back, your hand goes round and scratches it, you don't have to think about where it is, you know, immediately the body knows itself. This is an important cultivation for mindfulness of body, mindfulness of breathing. Rather than thinking about breathing, labelling, breathing, naming, breathing, getting the body sense and feel breathing and responding to it by allowing it, opening to it, staying with it, and enjoying it. it's important to give the body room to do that. Rather than have your thinking mind jumping into the driver's seat to meditate with its manual which has its uses there's a time to put aside the manual and ask your body how it feels and how much it needs to breathe in how much it needs to breathe out, and so you, in a way you're encouraging the body intelligence to, to come forward. Even another kind of intelli- another basis of this is heart intelligence. You could call it emotional intelligence, but it's heart intelligence. Very important indeed. This is the intelligence that liberates. Heart intelligence knows this is stress. This is imbalanced. This is closing down. This is holding on. This is agitation. But it doesn't think about it. You know, if your heart touches, if your heart really touches the place of stress, it begins to, you know, relax, if it's wise, of course. So this heart intelligence, like the body intelligence, has to be trained. Because for a long time, heart intelligence has been overridden by conceptual intelligence, by brain, most of their lives, Probably. It's always, oh, it doesn't matter what you're feeling because you've got to do this. It doesn't matter what your gut is telling you because this is what it says in the book. Uh, It's not the time to have that mood and feeling because now you've got to do this. And you kind of get by. And we believe in the stories uh, that we read in the screens and the books and the manuals and the speeches uh, saying about. The future, and the past, and the country, and the job, and the work, and the right, and the good, and the true, and the free, and all this kind of stuff. And you're bedazzled by all this stuff. <laughs> you don't believe it. but then, you know, so your heart doesn't know what's going on, really. You're feeling, heart probably feels flooded. Flooded. And just goes along flooded feeling we'll use these terms floods outflows flooded in that drowning flooded state oh, it's just either numbing out struggling or agitated you know, or confused so now we're actually you know Putting aside one of our worldly, our worldly contexts, and the encouragement, because this encouragement has to come verbally to feel what you feel. To feel it where it is felt, not to feel about something. Or to feel that, I feel that I should. No, no, that's not it. That's conceptual. I feel, the feeling is, the felt sense is. Pressure, or open. Stirred, cloudy. And then simple, you can kind of begin this simple intonation. It's just again a suggestion of words. What's needed for this? What is this? Not what do I need to do about this, but what does this quality need? Mm-hmm. And that is a kind of that's an open gesture, isn't it? So you bring bringing that quality of openness into what does this quality need? That's a very open gesture. And if you're not searching for a result or an answer, there's also a stability there. I don't know. I don't... I'm just... Because the words are there not to give you a conceptual answer, but just to generate a certain openness. The openness and stability. I'm not going to go into this or step away from it, I'm just inviting it what's needed and because these heart intelligence and body intelligence do line up, they do, their their partners they're symbiotic, you might find strange enough, that what does it need and your body drops a shoulder what do do that for? Oh, it breathes out. That's what's needed. Mm-hmm. Or it breathes in. Or some, something softens in your body domain. Or an energy moves through. Something in your heart area sharpens up or brightens up. Or it could be an emotion moves through. A sense of relief or sadness or fire it's a very interesting cultivation and it's important to remember this kind of very direct wisdom you've got to keep you know holding back or asking the thinking mind to step back even though it may have the right answer in its own terms like what you really need to do is to just straighten up or breathe in it's a good answer it's coming from the wrong place because we're not going to educate (laughs) we don't need to educate the thinking mind in that sense we need to let the body and the heart do their learning it's sometimes slow because they don't necessarily, they haven't been asked to do this but once we bring up the sign remember that gesture of openness and stability, that is it's not looking forward to an answer, it's not get the answer now, it's just steady and trusting sometimes it's just that's all's needed and things move through and that's always needed and qualities move through, dissolve We don't really know what that was about but you don't have to necessarily because in the end of the day what happens is you've begun open stability you've got the sense of it you've applied it and that's what you're left with and this gives you much more sense of confidence independent of knowledge, independent of doing something, independent of you know phenomena being there or being present. And this is the, the independence. Right? This is kind of another way of Just touching into the liberation potential. I don't have to conceptually understand everything that's been going on through me, through this space, but I can understand where that can be allowed to pass and the domain of passing, the domain of cessation, which is dispassionate, Okay, the, the domain, I mean that that quality that I've just referred to. Open stability. You can know that, and it's independent of age, intelligence, conceptual intelligence, anything personal. And at the same time, it's quite Okay with all the personal stuff. It's not trying to be transcendent or above it all. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to try. Allowing the more we can allow and the practice is so then exploring in a sense how phenomena form pass. is another development from there. Mm-hmm triggers and touches things, but fundamentally you understand they are arising, they are forming, they are moving through, and the place of their subsiding. And it's very much affects, affects what we pick up and run with. <laughs> you begin to find as a relinquishment of a lot of these reflexes that we normally pick up and run along. They don't have the same uh, belief and validity when they're really seen and understood in this way things tend to unfold and relinquish themselves and what remains is this cool, bright openness easeful So let's take some time for direct practice.